High School Basketball on Classic Hits 96.7 WBBI and online at WBBI.com. I'm ready. High School Basketball is brought to you by Blanchard Valley Health System, Cooper Service, Warner Automotive, Frickers, Roto-Rooter. By Iron Workers Local 55, Northwestern Water and Sewer District, Wilson Tire, Grit. By MJ Brown Construction Company, Premier Bank, Financial Design Insurance Agency, Schaefer. By Snyder's Flooring Outlet, Ohio Automotive Supply, Seneca Millwork. And by the Ropey Corporation. Ready? Let's go. Let's go live to high school basketball on Classic Hits 96.7 WBVI. And online at WBVI.com. Benson High School, your site for today's action in high school girls basketball. Today we have a non-conference matchup. The Minster Wildcats taking on the Liberty Benson Eagles. Minster 7-3. They played Parkway on Thursday. They won 49-42. LB 8-2 so far on the year on Thursday. They played Elmwood. They won big 56-15. This is BBC Girls Basketball and Classic. It's 96-7. WBBI online through WBBI.com. Lance Morris alongside Josh Morgan for today's matchup between Minster and Liberty Benson. And Josh, two teams, of course, have had their own levels of success over these last few years. What are some of the things you're uh, looking forward to seeing here today? Yeah, I'm just looking forward to seeing a couple of two, like you said, two really good teams, uh, teams that have district title, regional title aspirations just about every year, you know, really do well in their league almost every year. Minster usually does pretty well in that tough MAC conference. So uh, nice to see a non-conference matchup when you kind of control your own conferences usually. So uh, get out here in a competitive non-league game, kind of see where you're at here the first Saturday in January. Starting lineups for today on the Minster side, Amy Hamilgarn, Ava Stammen, Addie Inskeep, Kayla Lamb, and Lydia Mesher, the starting five for Minster. Their head coach is Mike Weiss. On the Liberty Benton side, a slightly different lineup than the last time at least that I saw them as they will be starting the freshman Korea D-Hard alongside Lindsey May, Emma Hooper, Addie Crow, and Lauren Gherkin. The starting five today for Liberty Benton, their head coach is Chad Lieben, his first year as the head coach here of these Liberty Benson Eagles, Liberty Benson in their home white uniforms with the blue lettering and the red numbers on each side and Minster in their road black uniforms with the orange lettering and numbers with the white trim as well. Jump ball going to be one as Gherkin actually pushes it up ahead to Lindsay May for Liberty Benson but unable to corral it. Now Minster will go the other direction. Another errant pass, already a couple quick turnovers as now Liberty Benson will look to push it the other direction after a couple quick turnovers to start this one off. Have a sloppy stop for both teams, but you're not going to see a whole lot of turnovers here today, I don't think. We're trying to get it over towards Gherkin on the right side and does for Liberty Benton. Get it over to Hooper, open, but goes inside to DeHart instead. Pass a little too strong, ends up being last touched by DeHart. Goes out of bounds to Minster, still scoreless here about 30 seconds in. Yeah, five foot ten senior Lydia Mesher was guarding Lauren Gherkin there. Both seniors probably uh, competed against each other each of these last couple years these squads have played. Minster looking to work through the Liberty Benton press and will get it into the half court. Driving it will be Stammen, left side, now back outside, left side for Hamilgarn, who brings it back towards the volleyball line, sets up the Minster offense here in the half court. Still scoreless, 7-15 left to go, first quarter of action between Liberty Benton and Minster. Corner three up, too strong from Hamilgarn for Minster. Long rebound is briefly brought in by Mesher, but she'll end up losing it out of play, gives it Back over to Liberty Benson, 7-10 left to go here, still scoreless in the first quarter. You know, it's a Saturday afternoon, you kind of want to get out and play well early. You know, Once we get into this, this will probably feel like a district or regional kind of game, just with the high quality of, of teams on both sides. But we're getting into the half court on the Liberty Benton side. Hands it to Lindsey May at the top of the key. 
few quick dribbles now right side to Addy Crow. Gherkin posting up in the high post, now going down low. Gets the entry pass from Dehart down inside. Gherkin finishes in close to put Liberty Benson up 2-0. Yeah, this, this offense really runs through Lauren Gherkin, averaging about 22 points a game. Uh, coming up on the top five all-time scoring list at Liberty Benton, actually. Hamilgarn will bring it up across the floor for Minster. So looking for their first points in this one. Lamb has it left side, losing her dribble for the Wildcats. will swing it over to Hamilgarn on the right wing, extended. Working now down low, bounces it down inside. They'll double team, they'll swing it around. Now down inside, the key on the shot, up and good from just inside the left elbow for Kayla Lamb to tie it up at twos. You know, we talked about the high quality from both teams. Don't feel like anybody's going to get in the 60s or 70s here. This will this will probably be kind of a low-scoring, grinded-out kind of win for somebody. Gerken has it right corner for Liberty Benton. Up top now to May. May just inside the three-point line launches that one up. Doesn't get a friendly roll as it goes the other direction now for Minster with 5.52 left to go here first quarter. All tied up at twos. And that elbow jump shot too strong from Stammen is... Will be up for grabs. Jump ball will keep it with Minster with 5.44 to go in the first quarter. Still tied up. will inbound from the baseline for Minster. Those are up top to Lydia Mesher. She mounts it over to Innskeep. Now they go down in towards Mesher inside. Her shot comes up short. Gives his own miss briefly before Gherkin will bring in the board. Take it the other direction herself for Liberty Benton. Trying to go coast to coast. Lefty laying up and good for the future BG Falcon. Put LB back in front by two. Gherkin none too concerned that that was one on four. <laughs> Sliced right through the defense like uh, what is it, a hot knife through butter and laid it up and in. Nice play. Minster will set things up now on their side in the half court. They'll try a jumper, a little too strong that time from Innskeep. Rebounded though by Minster, shot blocked it down low by Gherkin on the second chance effort from Stammen. It'll stay with Minster under the basket with 5.08 to go first quarter. Liberty Benton up 4-2. to Throw it towards Mesher up near the top of the key. Innskeep with it now left wing from Minster. Swings it right side, Stammen with it. Working on Crow. Crow pokes it away. Will stay though with Minster as Hamilgarn able to recoup it for the Wildcats. It's Minster very content to slow things down this time in the half court. Trailing 4 to 2, 4.45 to go. Opening quarter of action between Liberty Benson and Minster BBC Girls Basketball and Classic. It's 96 7. Minster still setting up things in the half court. Mesher with it now up at the top, being defended by the freshman Korea Dehart. Mesher swinging over again. Hamilgarn will try and set things up. Coach Lube telling them to watch out for the back door on the cut. Because that's exactly where they went as Gherkin's able to poke it away. Still stays with Minster after it's tipped around a couple times. A shot up and good for Lamb for her second basket of the game. Ties it up at fours with 4.15 to go in the first quarter. You know, kind of stands out as Minster's height. They start 5'11", 5'10", 5'11", and 5'10". And Liberty Benton's taller than most opponents, but they won't be today. Gherkin down inside on the lay-in, and one for Lindsey May to put Liberty Benson back in front with 4.03 to go in the first quarter. Nice pass there by Lauren Gherkin. She kind of got a, it was a double or a triple team there, and she just kind of found the, the cutting Lindsey May who laid it up and in and got fouled and could get a three-point play out of it. Lindsey May to the line for Liberty Benson. A 56% free throw shooter coming in today, and she'll knock in the and one free throw. Makes it 7-4. Liberty Benson in front. Four minutes to go. First quarter. Trying to go coast-to-coast is Mesher. Too strong with it. Rebounded, though, by Hamilgarn to keep it with Minster. The free throw line. Jay won't touch anything. 
but another rebound for Minster, so it'll stay with the Wildcats on the offensive side as they'll again look to get into their half-court offense, trailing 7-4, 3.45 left to go. First court of action here from Liberty Benton. We inskeep with it now up top for Minster. We'll swing it left side for Schmessing, who just checked into the game on the Minster side, their freshman. Right side again for Hamelgarn. Gets the screen from Mesher. Won't get an entry pass at this time. Back to Inskeep down inside to Mesher. Too strong underneath. Rebounded by Crow. Liberty Benson the other way with 3.20 to go in the first quarter. Minster just 2 of 9 from the field early. Nice, uh, tough defense by the Eagles here early on. Cooper trying to avoid the double team, but will end up going into a foul right near the volleyball line. I thought that was a good call, too. She, she got, they got him early in a double, but then they, when they're smacking for the ball, they got a right arm, I thought. It's also going to be the second foul on Hamilgarn, so she'll look to check out on the Minster side as checking back in her place will be Kayla Lamb. Now has it after the inbound, sets things up for Liberty Benson, 7-4, Eagles in front, 3.05 left to go first quarter. They'll go left block to Dehart as it's going to be briefly ripped from her. It'll end up being a jump ball possession arrow. They'll keep it with Liberty Benson under the basket. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> Just say everybody says it was Liberty Benton's ball except they handed it to a Minster player who was ready to take it the other direction, and because of that, they would have likely had an easy basket. And I was just about to say how nice of an officiating crew we have today. I know you and I both do a lot of basketball, and you know when you see an officiating crew that you know you're going to see in a district final kind of game, that's always nice to have on a Saturday afternoon. Entry pass will end up still being poked away. Minster will go in transition. The lay-in too strong from Lamb. Rebounded again by Minster to keep it on the offensive side. We'll get a foul call down underneath with 2.52 to go in the first quarter. Go on Crow, just the first on anyone on the Liberty Benton side thus far as to have a Minster player that was a little shaken up being helped over to the sideline. I think that was away from the foul, uh, away from the foul because the girl that got fouled is walking over here in front of us, kind of in front of the Liberty Benton student section. So. Okay, is that Lamb, the one that scored all four of their points? I think it is. I think it is. Not a good thing for Minster again. I have them uh, two of ten from the field now, and the girl that scored all four points and made both baskets is gingerly walking to the bench. We'll stay with Minster under the basket with 2:52 to go in the first quarter. Passes almost poked away by May. Will be recouped by Minster. I'll have it down left corner for Mesher. Mesher cross courts it back up top. Messing swings it right side back up top now again for Inskeep. It'll try the three. Might have been partially blocked by Crow that time as it'll be fought for underneath. It'll be another jump ball possession error. This time we'll keep it with Minster with 2.33 to go first quarter. Liberty Benton in front, 7-4. That was a nice closeout by May. She kind of, the girl had a step on her. Looked like she was going to get wide open. She closed out real quick and got a hand up. And like you said, got a tip on it and kind of fell lame there in the lane. Minster will set up their offense once again following the out-of-bounds play. Mesher up top, messing open for the three, too strong. Rebounded briefly by Gherkin, now still up for grabs. And there'll be another jump ball possession error. This time we'll give it over to Liberty Benton with 2.19 to go first quarter. Liberty Benton in front still 7-4. Like I said, Minster's height is, even some of the girls that started that are on the bench right now, they still have plenty of height out there. And these rebounds that Cora DeHart and Lauren Gherkin are just usually easily getting are just their battles and they're turning it into a lot of jump balls. 
But they're dealing with some pressure by Anna Larger across half court. Now we'll set things up for Liberty Benton down to 2.05 to go into the first quarter. Liberty Benton up 7-4. to four. Lindsay May has it left wing for the Eagles. A couple pass fakes. Crow lines up the top of the key. Three up and good from up top for Addy. Crow extends Liberty Benton's lead. It's now 10 to 4 under two minutes to go in the first. Nice shot by Crow. Came around the screen and found herself wide open, and that's what you needed to do is drain that. Short corner jumper from Innskeep won't go for Minster. Rebounded by May, but we'll get yet another jump ball. Possession arrow now will give it back over to Minster. With 1.42 to go in the first quarter, we'll have Sophia Barber check in for Liberty Benson coming in for May. Uh, we'll go in a larger on the Minster side and keep back on the floor. Minster scoreless here about the last 2.20. It's allowed Liberty Benton to open uh, a little bit of a lead, obviously not a big one. So now we'll set things up again in the half court following the inbounds play down to 1.30 to go first quarter. Liberty Benton up 10-4. to Driving inside, losing the handle briefly will be regained by Stammen. Down in the corner, Mesher launches that one up too strong again. Working the board for Liberty Benton. She'll look to push the tempo as she crosses half court before slowing things down for the Eagles with 1.15 to go in the first quarter. Liberty Benton up 10-4. Lance, I've been impressed with the Liberty Bend defense. Again, they've only allowed four points here in about the first seven minutes of the game. Yeah, Barbara will launch the three. That won't drop for Liberty Benton. We'll see Minster push it the other direction as we get under a minute to go in quarter number one. Driving inside, laying it up and in. Will Minster as Ava Stammen was able to knock that one down from in close. We'll cross the timeline for Liberty Benton. 10 to 6 Eagles in front. Down to 40 seconds to go in quarter number one. Sophia Barber has it right wing now for Liberty Benton. Gherkin trying to post up. Does get it. Entry pass up and good from in close again for Lauren Gherkin. Extends Liberty Benton's lead back to six as we get under now 30 seconds to go in the first quarter. It's a nice play by Gherkin. She catches it up high. Doesn't bring the ball down. Just turns and knows where she's at. And just simple layup. She's going to make that about 99% of the time. Minster setting things up. They wanted to go down inside, but Dehart will poke that one away. It will stay with Minster under their basket with 14.7 to go in the first quarter. Liberty Benton in front, 12-6. Yeah. Minster will inbound for Minster. Throws it in towards Stammen. Will be regained after being poked away. Minster still on the offensive side. They'll get it up top. Inskeep swings it left side, driving inside. Laying up and good. As that one will drop for Wilbaker for Minster, and that'll do it for the first quarter. Liberty Benton up 12-8 to over Minster through one quarter of basketball. We'll go ahead subside for a quick timeout. We'll come back for the start of quarter number two. You're listening to BBC Girls Basketball and Classic 96.7 WBBI. Keeping up with maintaining your well or filling your cistern can be costly. And no one likes the taste of sulfur water. That's why the Northwestern Water and Sewer District supports our rural communities by offering safe, clean, affordable water at our watershed locations. Watershed water goes through a nine-step water purification process and tastes great. Bring a one or five gallon container and fill up for just a quarter a gallon. Try our watershed water today. The deals are hot, the inventory is plentiful, and buying a new to you car is fun with the guys at Warner Economy Corner. All new inventory is spicing things up on the corner of Blanchard and Blanchard, and there are some unique vehicles to choose from. 
If it's price, customer service, or inventory, Warner Economy Corner has it all. Visit today for the best deals around. Trade or no trade, we can work with you. Visit Warner Economy Corner today. Back we are to start quarter number two here from Liberty Benson, 12 to 8. Your score, Liberty Benson in front of Minster through one. Lance Moore, Josh Morgan with your classic hits. 96.7 WBVI line through WBVI.com. It will be Liberty Benson ball to start this second quarter as they'll look to throw it into the backcourt for Emma Hooper to get this second quarter started. Hooper will get it over to Crow. They'll try to go inside to Dehart, almost losing the handle. Gets back to Gherkin up top. Gherkin now trying to post up from the high post. Wanted to go high low to Dehart and will, but Dehart's going to get double teamed and we'll get a Foul on the floor on Minster right before Dehar had a chance to go towards the basket. First quarter, Liberty Benton 5 of 7 from the field. Just 7 field goal attempts, but they did have 3 free throws and got to the foul line. And uh, Minster 4 of 16, 25%. So. They go in towards Gherkin. She'll be fouled right as she launched that one up for Liberty Benton. As that'll put Lauren Gherkin to the line with 741 now to go in the first half see here on this beautiful stat sheet that you provided for us, Lauren Gherkin, 97% free throw shooter. That's not bad. It is not, as the first one is up and good, extending the Liberty Benton lead to five. And if she missed that or missed this one, we were just going to pretend like I never said anything, so. Of as course. The second one does miss. So just the second missed free throw this season for Gherkin is now Minster will go the other direction. Knowing Lauren, though, that, that, that's probably going to motivate her to not miss one over the next six games, though, too. It's so. very plausible. <laughs> or go off for 30 today. You know, whatever. So we're going to foul down inside against Liberty Benton. Looks like that's going to go against Dehart. And yes, it will. Looks like we will see Kayla Lamb back on the floor for Minster. Went down with an injury about midway through the first quarter. Will be Minster ball out of the sideline plays. They'll go down in towards Lamb, and she'll check right back in and knock it down from in close. Makes it 13-10 to 10 with 7-16 left to go here in this first half of action. As timeout on the floor, as looks like it'll be a 30. So we'll keep it here on Classic Hits 96.7 WBVI online through WBVI.com. Again, 13-10, your score. Liberty Benson in front of Minster. Here's some BBC Girls basketball action. But, Josh, as we were uh, talking uh, before we were even able to get here today, this is not the last stop for either of us today as we'll have Old Fort and Calvert on our airwaves in the boys' side later on tonight. And then you have Willard Columbian? Yeah, I'll be right across town or a couple streets up from you. And like we said before we got on the air, I don't think you can go wrong if you're going to a to a high school basketball game in Tiffin, Ohio tonight, because that is two premier high-quality games. Uh, kind of wish that maybe one was before the other. Staggered a little bit yeah, so you could go to both. I could go to yours, and then if you <laughs> wanted to come to mine, but no. Uh, we've got a big one tonight. I'm kind of jealous of you. That's a big one at Calvert tonight. And they're honoring the state uh, track champions as well from, from the Calvert, yeah. uh, Calvert last season as well, so that should be fun as well at halftime. But we're ready to go here following the timeout. 13 to 10 now. The score as Minster has cut into this Liberty Benson lead. Cora Dehart will launch it from the corner. The freshman knocks that one down from long range. Extends Liberty Benson's lead back to six. 
Minster now sets things up in the half court. Mesher going to drive right side down into the corner just inside the line. The shot's no good from Shemeshing. Rebound is though kept by Minster. They'll try another three. That one again too strong. Another offensive board for Minster as they'll get it back towards the top of the key. Ubiker will swing it over right side for Mesher. Mesher was their leading scorer against Fort Warmie recently at 14 still looking for her first points in this one for the Wildcats as we're down under six and a half to go in the first half Minster trailing 16 to 10. Left side it'll be Lamb with it gets the screen from up top doesn't create a whole lot of space starts to go down inside to Inskeep pass too strong gives it back to Liberty Benton with 613 to go in the first half Liberty Benton in front by six. Let's talk a little bit about the rebounding. I have Minster just with a 7-4 rebounding edge but seems like all seven of their rebounds have come on the offensive end it seemed like because there hasn't been many misses on uh, the other side from Liberty Benton so far. It's true, so. they still only have two missed shots. Good point, touche. Lauren Gherkin will set things up this time down the floor for Liberty Benton. Get it back to Gherkin up top. She'll launch from outside. Gets the friendly drop that time as that took a high arcing shot and fell for Gherkin. Extends Liberty Benton's lead now up to nine, and they'll come right back and get a turnover as well as Sophia Barber pokes it away. Might have just been me, but I kind of thought Gherkin's three might have touched the iron or the overthing there. Where there, there, play, there, there were certainly some fans from Minster okay. that were uh, pointing it in that okay. direction as well. Well, wasn't just me then, but all that really matters is the three gentlemen on the floor with uh, the stripes on. And we go down into D. Hart pass poked away by Minster. It'll stay with Liberty Benson under the basket. 5.23 to go. First half of action. Liberty Benson on top, 19-10 to 10 right now over Minster. Crow will inbound from the baseline for the Eagles. Gets it right back after the inbound. Three off the mark from Crow. Rebounded by Minster. Wildcats now the other way. 5.15 to go in the first. Mesher going to launch from just inside the corner. Three line off the mark. We have Barb with the board. Liberty Benson right back the other way with 5.05 to go in the first half. Eagles in front 19-10. to 10. And I think Liberty Benton kind of likes this lineup. They get a little more height on the floor with Sophia Barbara out there at uh, right around six foot two. Uh, so that helps out with that rebounding too. Down inside to Dehart, up and good from the right block over the top of Mesher. It's all Liberty Benton now. It's 21 to 10 with 4.46 to go in the first half as Coach Weiss will take the timeout on the Minster side. We'll go ahead and take the timeout right along with them. You're listening to BBC Girls Basketball and Classic. It's 96.7 WBBI. Our job since 1945 has been to keep our customers satisfied. Ohio Automotive has experienced staff and sales associates who can help you with our wide range and variety of parts for everything from cars to Class 8 trucks and trailers. Make us your one-stop shop and see why we've been in business so long. Ohio Automotive, your parts expert in Finley at 525 West Main Cross Street. Roto-Rooter is always the first name you think of when you have problems with your sewer system or any other household drains. Tim Munger and Roto-Rooter will thoroughly clean your sewer system, sink, shower drains, and toilets. The Mungers have been serving the Faustoria and Seneca County area for over 65 years. Give Tim Munger a call at 419-435-3360. That's 419-435-3360 for all of your drain cleaning needs. And away go troubles down the drain. 
21 to 10, your score, 4.46 to go. First half of action, Liberty Benton in front of Minster, BBC Girls Basketball Classic Hits, 96.7 WBVI online through WBVI.com. Lance Morris alongside Josh Morgan for today's matchup. Be Minster ball following the timeout. So get it up top for Hamilgarn as again we'll see Minster looking to be content to try to slow things down as Liberty drops back into that 2 3 zone, this time defensively. Down inside to Stamen. Finds someone on the cut. Trying to pump it outside as they will get the shot from outside. Up and good from the top of the key for Reese Hoskins, the freshman for Minster, as that's her first basket here in a while here in the second quarter. I like you pointed out that 2-3, I was about to say the same thing, and it kind of worked well until everybody kind of collapsed inside and left the shooter out there. And Gherkin open for her own three, comes right back and knocks it down for Liberty Benson. Already in double figures is Lauren Gherkin to extend the Liberty Benton lead. She also has 13 points, the same amount as Minster thus far. A little anything you can do, I can do better there. And I wouldn't want to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with Lauren Gherkin on shots, but that's your choice. Minster trying to set things up in the half court, working against the Liberty Benton 2-3 zone defense. Little Lamb will cross-court it over right side, trying to work through the teeth of the defense, unable to get a clean shot that time was Minster, as now Liberty Benton gets the board. They'll look to go the other direction. Hooper was driving. Now back to Gherkin, open for another three ball, that time off to the left. Rebounded by Minster, Wildcats the other direction. So they look to go in transition for now before they slow things down. Almost stolen away, and actually will be stolen away on the pass as results in another jump ball. It'll stay with Minster with 3.07 to go in the first half. They're going to up 24 to 13. And let's don't mistake it here. Minster's a good team. Minster, Mike Weiss is one of the best uh, small school coaches in Ohio. He's got state championships to his name. He's a baseball coach as well, and I think he's got state championship there. So uh, Liberty Benton performance here in the first uh, about 13 minutes of the game has been impressive. I'm just impressed with the defense. Like I said a couple of times, Minster hasn't shot a free throw either. Hasn't gotten to the free throw line. So a couple of quick subs on the Minster side as well. Lydia Mesher will get back on the floor for the Wildcats. Throw it around now on the inbounds up top for the three, up and good from up top for Wubaker for Minster. That's a down to an eight point game with under three to go in the first half. Minster kind of says if you're going to play that two three zone, we're going to shoot the threes and see if we can make enough to beat you. Cooper out now to Gherkin on the right side for Liberty Benson, trying to add on to their eight point lead. Gherkin up to Dehart, top of the key. Dribbles now over to Crow, launching another three, this time too strong. Rebounded by Minster again. Wildcats will look to push in transition, forcing that one up, but doesn't get it to go in close. But Larger will get the foul call in her favor and go to the line now, right? As you said, Minster hadn't yeah. got to the line. There they go. Yeah, they kind of got up in transition, got to the rim a little quicker than Liberty Benton could get the defense set. And a nice drive. And uh, like I said, first free throws here with 2.28 to go until halftime. Straight throw up and good for Minster. Makes it a seven-point game. A reminder today's first half brought to you by NWO, serving you and your family in many locations, including Finley, Tiffin, and Bowling Green. It's a free throw from Larger. Will not rattle home. Almost rebounded by Minster, but Gherkin brings it down for Liberty Benton. Now with 2.22 left to go in the first half. Liberty Benton up 
24-17. Hooper will get it across half court, but she's going to get called for an offensive foul. She tried to create some space just a little too aggressively, gives it back over to Minster. Just kind of looking at the roster or the lineup here. Minster's got eight points from their starters and nine from the bench already. You don't see that whole lot uh, at any point in the game. Uh, but here, uh, two minutes till halftime, and Minster's bench has outscored the starters so far. Maybe shows you the depth they have, though, too, I guess. Minster, they go down inside now to the corner for the three ball. That time off the mark. Rebounded by Burke and Liberty Benton. Back the other way as we get under two minutes to go in the first half. Liberty Benton up 24-17. Gherkin will bring it across half court herself for the Eagles. Dehart wanted to swing it over to Lindsey May. May was going inside to cut as Dehart thought she was going to stay on the perimeter. Results in a turnover back over to Minster. You know, Liberty Benton able to open this lead up here a little bit. They were up by 11, mostly because they've taken care of the ball. That was just the first turnover here in the second quarter. They only had three in the first quarter, but... Six, a uh, little more than six minutes into the quarter without a turnover. That's, that's going to do you good most of the time. Benson now bringing their offense back across half court. Liberty Benson back again in the 2-3 zone defensively. Benson will look to rotate the ball around the perimeter to try and beat the 2-3 zone. Be on the right side for Mesher. Mesher still looking for her first points of the game. Driving inside will be larger now. They'll swing it back over towards Mesher. Mesher wanted to enter it inside. Pass almost stolen, but then going right back from Minster. And forcing it up will be Hoskins up over the top of Sophia Barber. She'll draw the foul. Now she'll go to the line with 117 to go in the half. You know, playing the zone kind of counters a lot of that height, too. You know, you, know, you kind of pack it in and make sure they keep it on the outside. But then again, you gotta you got to rotate and be ready to rebound when the shot goes up. And Liberty Benton wasn't able to that time. First we go up and go to four Hoskins. Second one for her off the mark. Working another rebound. Liberty Benton will look to go the other way. Dealing with a little bit of pressure this time down from Minster following the missed free throw. Hooper will get it into the half court for Liberty Benton. Picks up a dribble just inside the volleyball line, but then poked back away. Now Crow with it, she's trying to set things up now. Sophia Barber with it, left wing extended for Liberty Benton, just one dribble, now back to Crow. Crow, pushing the right wing three, a little too strong. Rebound up for grabs, will be hauled in by Minster. Chance to go in transition with 48 seconds to go in the half. We'll get it over to Hoskins, now down in the corner for Wolveser. Her three comes up short, rebounded by Crow. Liberty Benson back the other way, still 37 seconds left to go in the half. Dehart up ahead towards Gherkin, and and we'll see a foul call. Looks like they'll get Mesher for that one with 33 seconds to go in the half. Yeah, Liberty Benton, five of six from two. They've only missed one two-pointer on my records, which may not be perfect, but uh, four of nine from three. So pretty good shooting half for Liberty Benton as well, too. Birkin has it after the inbound, trying to take it baseline. Now back over to Crow, open for another three. Short that time, rebounded by Innskeep. Minster the other direction now, 22 seconds to go in this first half. Minster trailing 24-18. Go down in the corner for Mesher, wanted to throw it up, but closing defense from Barber too quick. Minster down to eight seconds to go in the half as they rotate it around, down inside. Innskeep locked down inside by Gherkin. The Minster fans yelling for a foul. They're not gonna get one. That's gonna do it for the first half, 24-18. Liberty Benson in front of Minster through one half of basketball. 
That will go ahead subside for a quick timeout. When we come back, we'll have our Owen and halftime report, and then shortly after that, back to start the second half of play here between Liberty Benton and Minster. Again, Liberty Benton up top in this one, 24 to 18 on Minster. You're listening to BBC Girls Basketball and Classic. It's 96.7 WBBI. For over 100 years, iron workers have been building America. Do you have what it takes to be an iron worker? Do you like to work with your hands? Do you like to be creative and solve problems? Do you like to be outdoors and don't mind getting dirty? With starting pay of $18 an hour and with medical and retirement benefits, there are iron worker jobs available in Northwest Ohio. To take your career to new heights, call the Iron Workers Local 55 Training Center at 419-382-3080 and build a better future. Are you thinking about new flooring for your home? Snyder's Floor Covering Outlet in Bettsville is here for you. You can either come to our store or they can bring the samples to you with many new carpet and vinyl styles and colors in stock. Snyder's also offers 12-month financing and no charge measuring and estimates. Call today, 986-5599. That's 986-5599. Stop in and see our newly renovated showroom. Thank you for continuing to support Snyder's Floor Covering. Snyder's Floor Covering. No job too big or too small. Snyder's does it all. We know what it takes. We've done it all. At Five Star Maintenance and Construction, we've built our crew on the foundation of dedication, hard work, and pride. Pride in a job well done that exceeds our clients' expectations and is executed with precision from start to finish. Welcome to Five Star Maintenance and Construction. We have been a leader in the industry of property preservation and construction management in Northwest Ohio. Each division of Five Star has a seasoned team to tackle even the most challenging property preservation and a dedicated on-site property manager for each property. Five Star Maintenance. We know what it takes. Welcome to Bigby Coffee, your home away from home that picks you up and leaves you in a better mood than when you arrived. No matter who you are, we know we'll have a drink for you, and her, and him. You see, here at Bigby, we can customize our drinks for each person, dairy or no dairy, coffee or no coffee. We've got you covered, hot, iced, or frozen. Bigby Coffee is one of a kind, just like you. With locations on Tiffin Avenue and Trenton Avenue in Finley to serve you. From the Ohio News Network, this is the Ohio Education Association Tonight in High School Hoops. Now here's your host, Eric Reeser. It's not allowed in Ohio, but in some states, high school students can make money off of their name, image, and likeness. Think of the star point guard for your local basketball team doing car commercials for a big dealership in town, much like a star professional athlete or a big-time college star. It's a recent development, but college athletes were once forbidden from entering into marketing deals or making money off of their fame. I'll speak with Adam Jardy. He covers the Ohio State men's basketball team for the Columbus Dispatch on the issue of name, image, and likeness and what it's done to college sports. That's next. This is the Ohio News Network. The ONN Daily Podcast. Get a recap of all the day's news from across the state. ONN affiliate WBNS-TV in Columbus has more. Haley Kirby reporting in downtown Toledo. From the State House. Kevin Landers. ONN Canton. ONN affiliate WKYC-TV in Cleveland explains. In Marietta. Brett Wharf. ONN News. Emma Henderson in Genoa. The ONN Daily Podcast. Listen at onnradio.com or wherever you download your favorite podcasts from the Ohio. In Ohio, public education matters, and every day, Ohio's public school educators use their united voice to advocate for the supports and resources our public schools need so every child thrives. No exceptions. I'm Ohio Education Association President Scott DeMauro, and on behalf of our 120,000 members, OEA is proud to sponsor tonight's game. 
Because great public schools are a winning playbook for Ohio, and Ohio is stronger when we stand together to cheer for our students' success. This, this is ONN. I'm Eric Reeser. Adam Jardy is my guest. He's been covering Ohio State men's basketball for the Columbus Dispatch for the last nine seasons. I asked Adam his thoughts on name, image, and likeness, something that's been legal in college athletics since July of 2021. You know, I think the biggest thing that that surprises me right now is that we still don't necessarily have, like, a level sort of playing field in some ways where, like, you know, some from a high school level, some states allow it, some states don't. So, you know, that impacts, you know, certainly, you know, where some kids end up and how where some kids end up playing. But the the ability to make money for these for these athletes, I, I think um, – Obviously, it's something that they deserve, and I think society is sort of making its way around to that. As there was so much pushback on that for so long, but you know, it, it the 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 weird thing and and where, what will never make sense to me is this concept of like limiting it or you know putting guardrails on it was the, the big phrase when they started on you know unveiling all this stuff. Um, but you you have guys who. Um, certainly are just they're going to make whatever they can make and then whatever someone else offers they're going to they're going to go there and so um, you know it's not a great answer to your question I apologize for that but it's it it just it significantly impacts who stays who goes Um, you know at some point does how much does loyalty weigh out against you know what someone's promising you do they deliver on that there's there's so many questions still about how this is all actually working and, and what needs to happen for it to be uh, at its optimal level. But it's, um, you know, it's it's as drastic as anything, honestly, when it comes to how this all fits together. Since schools cannot be involved in NIL deals with businesses and their student athletes in an official capacity, they often rely on third parties called collectives. Adam says it's challenging to decipher what's true about these deals and what is not because those third parties don't have to reveal anything about the terms of their individual NIL agreements. The other thing, too, about all this is that like so much of, of the NIL landscape is still behind closed doors. And I don't know if that ever changes or how that changes, but it's like just trying to sort out what's real and what's not is almost impossible. And that's why you just don't see a whole lot of substan- substantial, like really in-depth reporting on it right now, because you, it, it, it's all there's so much hearsay, excuse me, out there about like who's making what and, and are they actually making that much and who's promising what. And it, it's it, it, it's so difficult right now to pin down just very basic details about who is actually making what and where is it coming from and what are like it just it it is it's fascinating because it's drastically changed the sport and i don't think anybody has a real good grasp on how the ins and outs are actually working right now until it became official in 2021 the ability for a student athlete to monetize off of their fame was championed by players and coaches alike now that it's a reality many wonder if we're not inching closer to students becoming employees of their college or university That eliminates the middleman and allows for contracts to be signed between the two parties. It would also help alleviate problems some are having with the transfer portal. My thanks to Adam Jardy. You can read his stuff on the Basketball Buckeyes over at the Columbus Dispatch. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Eric Reeser. At Blanchard Valley Health System, we're looking for individuals to join our family of professionals. We require compassion, dedication, and the desire to make a difference in a fast-paced healthcare environment. Jobs are available in clinical and support services. We offer competitive wages and benefits. The culture of BVHS is unique and rewarding. Visit bvhealthsystem.org backslash careers to search our current openings. Blanchard Valley Health System, we're here for you.
Looking for a job with a great company? Ropey Corporation has several positions available. They have general labor positions with a starting pay of $19.41 an hour with a raise after 90 days. There are currently second and third shift positions open. To apply, go to ropey.com and find career opportunities under the company tab. Come work for one of Northwest Ohio's best companies, privately held and family driven. Seneca Millwork is now hiring. They have a starting pay of $18.04 an hour with a raise to $18.31 after 90 days with a shift differential of $0.25 an hour for the third shift. Seneca Millwork offers medical, vision, dental, life insurance, and a 401k contribution. Apply online at SenecaMillwork.com or apply online through Indeed. Come work at Seneca Millwork, located at 300 Court Place in Faustoria, Seneca Millwork, part of the Ropey Holding Company family. My name is Carrie Malligan with the Harold Floriana Funeral Home. A lot has changed in the recent years, including my father stepping down to enjoy his retirement. But some things remain the same. My husband Tony and I are proud to continue the long-standing family tradition of commitment and pride in this community. We promise to take care of you before, during, and after a death occurs. Stop in today at 301 West Tiffin Street to take the worry out of a funeral by pre-planning it with the Harold Floriana Funeral Home. Just about ready to start the second half of action here from Liberty Benson as they play host to Minster BBC Girls Basketball Classic. It's 96.7 WBVI online through WBVI.com. 24-18, your score, Liberty Benson up through one half of basketball. Lance Morris, Josh Morgan here for today's matchup. And Josh, you had some stats from that first half, so go ahead, fire away. Yeah, Liberty Benton, 9 of 16 from the field. Minster, 7 of 25. Liberty Benton, 1 of 7 from 3 and 2 of 3 from the foul line. Minster, 2 of 8 from 3, 2 of 4 from the foul line. Liberty Benton, 4 turnovers, Minster, 3. Uh, Liberty Benton actually went to the final 359 of the half without a point. Uh, they got up 24 to 13 on that uh, counter three from Lauren Girk, and it didn't score the rest of the way. So uh, you want to get that offense back to flow in the way it was here early in the third. Liberty Benson ball to start the third quarter as they'll be attacking the basket to our left here from our perch at Liberty Benson High School. Hooper with him on the right side, down inside to Dehart from the right block, a little too strong. Girk tried to fight for the board. Mesher comes down with it for Minster as she'll go the other direction for the Wildcats. 7.35 left to go, third quarter. Score remains 24-18. Liberty Benton on top of Minster. But Minster in possession. The Eagles back in that 2-3 zone defensively once again as Minster will look to set things up in the half court as they went briefly high post. Now right side driving inside of Stammen. Back outside of Lamb, up top again. Three-pointer up, but too strong that time from Hamilgarn. Rebounded again offensively from Minster. Try to range over to that was May, but it'll stay again with Minster. They go into the high post, swing it left wing, driving baseline now, blocked inside by Gherkin, but they're going to pick her up for the foul instead. Yeah, we talked the, the zone, you know, you're going to force Minster to shoot the threes, and but you got to rotate and make sure you got that backside defender and you got a rebound. So I had Minster 12 11 on the board, that rebound will make it 13 to 11 here, so they're not getting out rebounded too bad. First one up and good for Stammen. Reminder, it is second half brought to you by Blanchard Valley Health System, a proud member of the Mayo Clinic Care Network online at bvhealthsystem.org. Second free throw off the mark. Dehart, the board for Liberty Benton. Score now 24-19 after one of the free throws was able to fall on the Minster side. 
Tumay sets things up for the Liberty Benton offense. Has it over to Gherkin on the right wing. Squaring up on Mesher. Back up top now to Dehart. Back over now to Crow. Don't think she was quite <laughs> ready for that pass, but now over to Dehart up top for the three. Up and good again from outside for Cora Dehart. The freshman for Liberty Benson makes it 27-19, under six and a half to go here in the third. That's just a huge basket. Like They were coming up on about five and a half minutes without a point. The good, good news for Liberty Benton is they only allowed six points that whole time, but that three pushes the lead back up to eight. Minister again in the half court with Liberty Benton's defense back in the 2-3 zone. Trying to post up inside is Inskeep. Wants to go up top in the mid post to Stom, and it's stolen by Liberty Benton. Aaron pass can be stolen right back again by Minster as they almost run out of room on the near side. Now they'll look to push the tempo as they'll cross half court. Over to the corner for Mesher. She'll launch the three. That's off of the mark. Another offensive board. Second chance off the mark as well from Inskeep. But she'll draw the foul and now go to the line. Looks like they'll pick up Crow for that one. Minster just two of ten from three. So it's easy to see why Liberty Benton continues to run that zone and make them shoot from the outside. They haven't really proven that they can knock down the outside shot consistently. Up and good for Inskeep. Sophia Barber checks in for Crow as that's Crow's now third foul on the day. Kind of go back to that bigger lineup like we mentioned earlier. Sophia Barber, six foot two senior. The free throw's good for Addie Inskeep. Makes it 27-21. The Benton in front 5.45 to go here in the third quarter. Sophia Barber has it on the right wing for the Eagles. Snyder will try to enter it inside the Gherkin pass a little too strong from Lindsay Mays. It goes back to Minster with 5.37 to go in the third. Yeah, led her a little too far. If she caught that, she's going to pretty much be right underneath the hoop and going to have to make a move to get it up and in. But again, that's a play Lauren Gherkin is going to make about 90% of the time. Just went off the top of her fingertips there. Minster sets things up again in the half court. Still see Liberty Benton back in the 2-3 defensively. Minster swings it around, back right side for Hamilgarn. She'll bring it back towards the top of the key, bounces it left side to Stammen. Right back over now in Lamb's hands on the right wing. Enters it down inside, pass almost poked away and then will be poked away. Lindsay May in transition and then so right back by Stammen for Minster. See if they can capitalize. Mesher pulls up too strong from about 18 feet out. Rebounded again by Minster. Now she'll try her luck from the three-point line. That one won't go and will go over the backboard as well. Gives it back to Liberty Benson with 4.53 to go in the third quarter. Liberty Benton up 27-21. What I like, really like about that 2-3 is, you know, you put your three girls, Lauren Gherkin, Cora DeHart, and Sophia Barbara, I would say on the bottom part of that, there's a three with Gherkin in the middle. Just if Minster gets through the top of the zone, they're, you know, you're running into a six-footer no matter which way you go. And most times it's two because Gherkin will slide whichever way they go. Gherkin will cross the timeline now for Liberty Benton. She'll lose the handle right in front of their bench. Will stay with the Eagles down now to 441 to go here in the third. Liberty Benton still up by six. A little confusion on what play we're running. It's kind of an awkward spot to inbound it there. Almost at the very end of the bench, so almost down in the corner. Kind of an awkward angle sometimes. Uh, Liberty Benton ready to go off of the inbounds. I'll bounce it to Crow, right wing. She'll drive baseline briefly. Now back to Gherkin, right wing. Now we'll enter it to Dehar, but it's going to be poked down inside. As looks like they'll get Inskeep for that foul in the paint on Minster. 
Mister has done a good job uh, fronting both DeHart and Lauren Gherkin today. You know, they're making them throw over the top, and you usually got a second defender waiting. It's kind of made it tough on them. Crow has it in the corner off of the inbounds play. Now back to Hooper, top of the key. Barbara has it right wing, enters it in towards Gherkin as she's hounded the whole time, unable to bring that one in. Minster now will go in transition. Lamb swings it over. They'll launch the three up top, comes up shy. Rebounded by Addie Crow. Liberty Benton back the other way. Four minutes to go, third quarter. Liberty Benton up 27-21. You know, the big thing, you know, talking about the Minster defenders fronting is you got to make a good pass and can't force it in there. I mean, Gherkin was triple teamed and they threw it in. Easy lay in that time from DeHart adds on to the Liberty Benson lead. It's now 29-21 in transition. Layup up and good for Minster as Kayla Lamb was able to get that one to drop. DeHart's up to 10 points as well. Her and Gherkin have 23 of the 29. Right now on the offensive side, Crow driving inside finds DeHart. She'll turn around lay that one a little too strong. Now Minster will go back the other way. 3.20 to go in the third. We'll go again to Lamb. Lamb swatted down inside by Gherkin. Liberty Benton back the other way. Gherkin said, not in my house. I'm almost too young for that reference. I don't know if I should even be using <laughs> it. But. Well, you're about the right age for that, I'd say. It was a nice block by Gherkin. That's a couple she's got today. So be a barber from outside, and then out won't get that one to go. Minster right back the other way as we get under three minutes to go here into the third quarter. 29-23 remains your score. Liberty Benson up on Minster as they wanted to go down inside. Double try, short corner jumper. Too strong, won't touch anything from Kayla Lamb. Liberty Benton back again the other way with 2.40 to go in the third. Again, we've kind of talked, it's probably going to be a low-scoring game today, just 29-23 with two and a half to go in the third quarter here. Gherkin open for the corner three, doesn't get it oh. to go. Barbara tried to tip it back up and in, but couldn't do so. Minster now right back the other way again in transition. Still swinging it back now. Now down inside to Mesher, but a little too strong on the pass. Wasn't able to bring it in cleanly. So we're going to, I think, the, no, we'll get a three-second call, I think. So looks like it will go back over to Liberty Bet. And now we'll get a Minster timeout. With ten minutes, oh, wait, wrong. They do that so fast here. I go to write down what time the time of the timeout is. 29-23 remains your score here between Liberty Benson and Minster. It's more Josh Morgan here with you. Classic hits 96.7 WBVI online through WBVI.com. I know there's a handful of other games that are going to take place both today and later on today. See if we have any scoring updates from any of those just yet. Do have Lacombe playing New Bremen and along with Van Lu playing Elgin here in the BBC. No updates for those just yet. Also have Arcadia will play host to Ada later today as far as the BBC girls. As far as the boys, Van Buren will go just south and take on Bluffton. Liberty Benton will go a little further south to play Kenton. And then we'll see Arcadia will have Corey Rawson coming into their house and Riverdale will hit the road to take on Ridgemont and Van Lu will play host to Waynesfield Goshen. I believe Arcadia girls were honoring 50 years of their program today. Uh, they were inviting some of the former coaches to come back, which are not many. Because there's not many Baker's Randy been there Baker's been there for 41 years, I was told this week. So <laughs> I think two of the previous three were going to be there. So kind of a cool celebration. And they're having a good year, too. 
Unibet ball following the timeout. They want to go into Sophia Barber. Pass will be stolen away by Kayla Lamb. Minster back the other way. They'll have it up top now. They'll bounce it into the corner. They'll briefly drive baseline. Now back out as they'll swing it around once again as do still have Liberty Benton back in that 2-3 zone defensively. Lance, I wouldn't be surprised if they don't play that the rest of the way. It's It's been effective since they went to it today. And like I said, I mean... I think maybe unless uh, the score gets a little closer than yeah. it is now, I think they're content yeah. to sit back in it yeah. for the time being. They're content to let Minster shoot the three. I got Minster, uh, let's see, two of 12 from three, so... So now we'll get a foul call. Looks like that one's going to go on Sophia Barber for the reach-in. Just her second. We'll see Dehart check in for May on the Liberty Benton side. Yeah, kind of going back to that, you know, the three and the two-three, going back to Cora Dehart, Lauren Gerken, and Sophia Barber. It's just, you know, you don't have a whole lot of schools in the whole state where you have three six-footers. <laughs> If you're going to play a zone, that's the three you put at the bottom there. So, And Sir working it around to the perimeter, trying to get something going. We're down to under a minute to go, third quarter, 29-23. Your score, Liberty Benton up on Minster, but Minster in possession. They'll cross-court it all the way down into the right corner, driving baseline. Luker has to swing it around again to Innskeep. So I'm going to go down into the corner for Larger, and they do get it to her, but has to bring it back out and Reset things for the Minster offense. We're down now to 35 seconds to go in the third quarter. Minster still working it around the perimeter. Just five points for each team this quarter. Launching the three, a little too strong that time from Larger. Another offensive Ooh. rebound, and now a foul down inside. I believe that's going on Gherkin. I think you're right. That's going just our second. That's another one where they give up the offensive rebound, which is, again, that's tough to do and tough to rebound in the zone. And Minster's taking advantage of it, put it back up, and got fouled. So we go up from Webker. Cuts it down to a five-point game with 22.9 left to go here in the third. It's up in good as well, so she'll go two for two that time, making a four-point lead now for Liberty Benson, down to 22 seconds to go here in the third quarter. We're going to deal with some double teaming as she gets it up ahead to Crow. Crow bounces it towards Gherkin. Gherkin working. Now down in the corner. Barbara enters it to Dehart left block. Dehart nice turn around up and good from inside. She turned over her right shoulder, laid that one up and in, see if Minster can launch something up before time expires. They do. The shot, though, will not go. Makes it 31 to 25. Liberty Benton in front of Minster. We'll go ahead subside. For a quick timeout, come back for the start of the fourth quarter. Listen to BBC Girls Basketball and Classic. It's 96.7 WBVI. The deals are hot. The inventory is plentiful. And buying a new to you car is fun with the guys at Warner Economy Corner. All new inventory is spicing things up on the corner of Blanchard and Blanchard. And there are some unique vehicles to choose from. If it's price, customer service, or inventory, Warner Economy Corner has it all. Visit today for the best deals around. Trade or no trade, we can work with you. Visit Warner Economy Corner today. 
Our job since 1945 has been to keep our customers satisfied. Ohio Automotive has experienced staff and sales associates who can help you with our wide range and variety of parts for everything from cars to Class 8 trucks and trailers. Make us your one-stop shop and see why we've been in business so long. Ohio Automotive, your parts expert in Finley at 525 West Main Cross Street. You want to 25 your scores. We're just about ready to start the fourth quarter here between Liberty Benson and Minster. Liberty Benson up by that 31 to 25 score. Lance Moore, Josh Morgan with the classic hits 96-7 WBVI online through WBVI.com. It'll be Minster ball here to start the fourth quarter. We'll again see the Liberty Benton defense back in that 2-3 zone. Is gonna jump ball early on. Possession arrow will give it back to Liberty Benson just eight seconds into the fourth quarter. Again, we've talked about the Liberty Benton defense. Minster with just one field goal in the third quarter. They were one of ten from the field. They missed all six three-pointers they shot. So, again, I don't think Liberty Benton's coming out of that zone probably the rest of the game, like you said, unless it gets closer and it dictates they need to. But it's been effective today for sure. We were able to get it across half court for Liberty Benton as they'll swing it now down inside to Gherkin. Gherkin trying to go reverse lay-in. A little too far underneath to get that one to drop, but we'll draw the foul. Go to the line here with 7.37 left to go. Lauren was scoreless in the third quarter. She had 13 big points, including those couple of threes in the second quarter, uh, 13 points in the first half, and hasn't scored since uh, that four-minute mark of the second quarter, but get to the line and try it again. First free throw up and good for Gherkin. Second one from Lauren Gherkin, up and good, as she'll go two for two that time at the line. Minster back setting up their half-court offense here, down to seven and a half minutes left to go in this one. 33-25 the score. We're going up on Minster. Minster has it left side. They'll launch the three. They'll make the three this time from the left side for Callie Schmessing for Minster for her first basket of the game. Well, losing the handle briefly, and Actually, we'll have it eventually get stolen and we'll get a Minster timeout rather than a jump ball that would have stayed with Minster even with the jump ball, but now they'll get to keep the possession arrow in their favor for the next time there is a tie-up. Again, 33-28. Now your score is Minster is able to cut into the deficit here just a little bit with uh, some defensive pressure being amped up on their side. Lance Morris here alongside Josh Morgan, BBC Girls Basketball. They're in Classics 96-7, WBVI live through WBVI. Com. Again, down to a five-point game between Liberty Benton and Minster, and uh, pressure from the Minster press able to kind of change things up a little bit. Yeah, Liberty Benton up to ten turnovers. They actually had five turnovers there in the third quarter in that one right there. So uh, getting a little sloppy with the ball, not something you want to do in the fourth quarter when you're only up by a couple possessions. But uh, see if they can come out and get a stop here. This will be a big stop for Liberty Benton. And counteractively of Minster score, it'll be a big score, get within one possession. See what Minster looks to do as we still see Liberty Benton back in the 2-3 zone defensively. Minster didn't make a three the last time they had a full possession in the half court. As Mesher, one of their top players, still scoreless so far for Minster as well. Right side for Webker. Almost bring it back out towards Mesher on the Minster side. Hamilgarn with it, left wing extended, cross courts it over to Webker, she'll launch to the three, doesn't get it to go, but will draw the foul. 
as Sophia Barber a little too aggressive on the closeout will result now in three free throws for Minster with 6.39 to go. Yeah, I think Sophia Barber realized she had quite a distance to close out. That was a precise passing there by Minster and got uh, Wilbaker open and just a little bit too much on it. First free throw up and good. It makes it now a four-point game. She's three of three from the line today. Just very pure shot. Second one up and good as well. And now a three-point game with 6.39 to go in the half in this fourth quarter. Mind of the second half brought to you by Blanchard Valley Health System, a proud member of the Mayo Clinic Care Network, online at bvhealthsystem.org. And just like that, three free throws. They'll turn it to a two-point game, 33-31, 6.35 left to go. We're able to get it into the half court, dealing with some of that aggressive defense from Minster. Yeah, Barbara has it left wing. One dribble now back over to Crow, right wing. Looking trying to post up down inside. Crow splits inside, lays that one up through the teeth of the defense. Back to a four-point advantage for Liberty Benson with 6.15 to go. I was going to say, the, the two-point lead there, we haven't been that close since about the halfway point of the first quarter. So that's a big answer, though, by Eddie Crow to drive and get that nice layup there. Minster on the offensive side, again in their half-court look, trying to... Get something going on this Liberty Benton 2-3 zone defense that we've been running most of the second half. No. So they're actually going to call a travel, although I don't know if you really knew which player had the ball, so I don't know how you can truly call a travel when two players are kind of tied up with it on the same team, but that gives it over to Liberty Benton. Yeah, like I said, this is uh, one of the most common officiating crews I've seen, one of the best. That was just kind of an odd call. I'm not completely sure I agreed with that one, but they didn't ask my opinion either. Dehart has it in the corner for the three. Comes up short. Minster now the rebound. They'll go back the other way. Dehart though the steal. And then right back stolen by Minster. They'll pull up for the short corner shot. A little too strong. Rebounded now by Hooper for Liberty Benson. Poked now out of bounds and will stay going the direction of Liberty Benson as we're down to 525 and left to go. Gherkin now inbound for Liberty Benson, so they'll have to go the length of the floor. She'll throw it in towards Hooper. Hooper will walk it up the floor. Now she'll cross the timeline, and right as she does that, Coach Chad Lee will take the timeout for Liberty Benson as we're score. Your score now is 35-31. to 31. Liberty Benton up on Minster. It's full timeout. We'll keep it here this time, though, in Classic. It's 96.7 WBVI online through WBVI.com. Again, 35-31 is currently your score. Liberty Benton with the lead here on Minster BBC Girls Basketball here on Classic. It's 96.7. And Josh, I mean, we've seen, you know, Minster trying to, you know, close this gap a little bit. Like we said, they recently got it back to a two-point game. If you're Minster, do you try and like amp up the pressure defensively, or what are you kind of looking to do to really close the gap? Yeah, I think so. I mean, they kind of have already, you know, once you score, you, you kind of kick that intensity up easily. You don't even have to do much, but uh, they're definitely putting the pressure on uh, Addie Hooper and uh, uh, the other uh, Addie Crow carrying the ball up. So um, just, you know, if you're Liberty Ben, you got to take care of the ball. Like I said, I'll only have 10 turnovers today, which is a bad, not a bad number, but... Uh, Minster's going to kick it up here down a couple possessions, and uh, you got to take care of the ball and get it inside to Gherkin and DeHart and keep putting points on the board. So just about ready to go following the timeout. Just 5.17 left in this one. Four-point lead for Liberty Benton, 35-31. to 
Hooper will inbound. She'll throw it into Hooper on the Liberty Benton side. DeHart has it up top. Now finds Gherkin. Gherkin over towards Hooper. Right side. Poked away. Almost lost the handle. Regained by Hooper. And I'll say it will go the other way for Mincer as it was last touched by LB as it went out of bounds near the scores table. You know, we talk. I mean, if you close your eyes and tell me this was a district final game, maybe a little more fans than there is today, but man, I'd believe you. This is, this is good quality basketball between two teams that'll almost assuredly be playing for district titles in uh, a couple months. Minster will set things up now in their half-court offense once again as we're down to 4.50 left to go. 35-31 the score. Libby Ben up on Minster and now they'll get the steal as that time Emma Hooper able to get in the passing lane that time for Liberty Benton. Hooper is a senior for Liberty Benton. Maybe hasn't been the the biggest name you maybe you read in the newspapers, but playing well. Stolen now from Minster. As Stahman was trying to take it the other way, Dehart almost was able to poke it back for Liberty Benton, but Minster will keep it on the offensive side. They'll launch the left wing three. That time a little off to the left. Irking the rebound as will result in a jump ball. I believe the possession error would keep it with, I think they're actually going to call a foul though. So it actually is going to go against Minster. So it'll be the third on Hamilgarn. You know, Gherkin's used to playing through that contact. You're a Division One player going to play a, in the MAC next year. You got to be physically tough, and a foul like that's not going to deter Gherkin from doing anything. Gherkin has it right wing extended for Liberty Benton as we're down to four minutes left to go. 35-31, your score. Crow tried to extend it, won't be able to do so with the three. Inskeep with the board for Minster, trying to get it back to a one possession game. They had Inskeep on the cut, but they weren't able to get an entry look this time. Schmeshing has it left corner for Minster. They'll bring it back towards Hamilgarn to set things up in the half court down to 335. Left to go, 35-31 the score. Liberty Benton up on Minster, but Minster in possession offensively. So get into the short corner briefly to Inskeep. Hamilgarn up top for Schmessing. We'll swing it right side to Larger. Bounce it now over left side again for Hamilgarn. Top. They wanted to get it down to the corner. Don't have the entry look this time. Neither team scored in a little over three minutes now. Left corner for Callie. Schmessing for Minster. Brings it back to the wing. Now they'll cross-court it over in the left corner for Larger. Yeah, giving her a little bit of space to work with. Could have potentially launched that one up. Now back to Larger again on the wing. Back up top. And if Liberty Benton can get a stop after this possession. This possession's been over a minute now. Down inside, they'll get it out. Watching the three is Schmessing. Up and good from the right wing. A big bucket for Minster. Cuts it to a one-point game with 2.40 to go. It's like early. Conversely, if you're Minster and you get a score, the possession was worth it. Hooper getting it across half court, dealing with some tough pressure from Schmessing after knocking down the three. Spia Barber has it left wing, back up top to Gherkin. Gherkin launching the three. That one's not going to touch anything. Barber tried to save it, but ran out of room on the baseline. Backing out of Minster for a chance to take the lead as they trail 35-34, 2.20 left to go. Yeah, I think Gherkin came across that top screen like she's done many times over her career and usually results in a pretty right-on look. and Kind of just fumbled the ball a little bit, had to reach over and pick it up, and it kind of threw the timing off. And once she stepped back, she didn't have quite enough uh, on it to obviously even get it to the rim. So now it's up to the Liberty Benton defense. 
I think if Liberty Benton wins this, it's going to have to come from the defense right now. Lindsay May checking in for Sophia Barber on the Liberty Benton side as we're down to 2.10 left to go. 35-34, your score. Liberty Benton on top by one, but Minster in possession offensively. Minster has not led today either. Almost stolen by Crow. We'll stay with Minster. Now we're under two minutes left here. And we're going down right corner for Minster. They'll launch the three. That one a little too strong. Rebounded now Lindsey May. Liberty Benton back the other way with 1.45 to go. Minster just four of 18 from three today. All four threes have come from bench players. Again, the, the, normal, or the ones that have started today have not been huge contributors for the Wildcats. Crow open left corner three, too strong. Rebounded by May to keep it with Liberty Benton. Timeout. Oh. It'll be a jump ball. Possession arrow gives it back over to Minster now with 1.26 to go. Coach Lee was definitely trying to get a timeout there. Uh, Lindsey May secured the rebound. And I think he just got oh teed up. My. Ouch. You gotta have your calm in that situation. Wow. Not what you can do. That's not what you want to have happen up by a point with less than 90 seconds to go. As Coach Lee continues to have a discussion with one of the officials. Somebody's got to shoot free throws here. Was it a warning? Do you whistle for a warning? I, believe, I mean, I'm sure you can. Well, they're not shooting free throws, so. So I guess it was just a warning? We are asking some of the fans if that's exactly what it was, because Lieb is still talking with one of the officials on the far side. Josh, did you get any clarification? Yeah, uh, from my 12-year-old son, Jackson, that they did <laughs> announce just a warning, which I guess, I, I man. Personally, yeah, I, I'm I, not giving someone a warning in the last two minutes of a game. If you're going to no. be that talkative in that scenario, I, you and I I'm probably just teeing you up, but I'm watch, not a basketball referee. We watch a lot of basketball. I couldn't tell you uh, the last time I saw a warning. At least like that, where yeah. it looks exactly like a T, but yeah. it's not a T. Yeah, I guess he never, you know, he, he whistled and pointed towards the bench and never put the T sign up, so I guess it's fortunate if you're Liberty Ben that it wasn't a technical. And now Minster under a minute left to go after all that. Now they'll take the timeout with 55 seconds left to go. Your score is 35-34. Liberty Ben's on top by one, but Minster now in possession offensively with a chance to try and take the lead. Again, 35-34, your score. Lance Morris, Josh Morgan here with you. Classic hits 96.7 WBBI online through WBBI.com. And I, I think one one thing it leads to the question of, and we, we, we talked about it as the second half progressed, it was Liberty Benton's zone was allowing them to be okay defensively and not allow uh, Minster to get much of anything going. Well, now Minster's knocked down a couple more shots, and now it's down to just a one-point game. If you're Coach Lee, do you stay in that zone or do you switch back to man? Because, I mean, you've had success at different points with both defenses, but sure looks like a Minster might have uh, figured something out with the 2-3. Yeah, I think, I mean, it looked like in just there in those few seconds between the, the inbounds and the timeout that they were in the zone. And, uh, I mean, Minster got within 35-34 at the 245 mark, so, and Liberty Benton stayed in the zone. So I think they're going to, uh, no pun intended, live and die by them shooting the three. And, uh, try to maybe get one more stop here. I mean, even if you get a stop here, you get to the foul line, you make two free throws, you're still only up three, so you probably need probably a couple stops here in the last 55 seconds to win this. But, again, the defense has been good. The offense has not been great here in the second half, so see if they can uh, close it out defensively. 
So looks like Liberty Benton will stay back in the two, three defensively as we're down to 52 seconds to go. Liberty Benton up 35-34. Minster though in possession offensively. Down in the corner, Mesher's pass almost stolen away. Now up for grabs. Think we're going to get a timeout. Yes, they will get a timeout. Does Liberty Benton rather than allowing the jump ball to take place as we're down to 42 seconds to go. And that is not, that is big, not just in terms of Liberty Benton having possession, but just the fact that no ref was actually on that side of the floor yeah. to hear the, the timeout call either. Yeah, I'm sure Chad Lee made it loud and clear. And uh, what I thought you were going to say is it's big that they got the timeout. They also have the possession arrow. That's where I thought we were headed was a jump ball, and Liberty Benton would have gained possession. But, you know, down here, uh, again, you can't turn it over. You need to be strong with the ball. Minster still has three fouls to give. They only have two fouls this quarter. You got to get to five before you shoot free throws, so I'm sure they're going to be aggressive going for steals and trying to get the ball. Just about ready to go. Following the timeout, it's Liberty Benton ball down to 42 seconds to go. Liberty Benton up 35-34 on Minster. Coach Wisp Weiss basically telling the officials that yes, we are going to be fouling here. That's pretty obvious. You want to get the ball back as soon as you can. We take the least amount of time off the clock as possible. Crow will get it into the half court. As now we'll finally get a foul call. It took about probably eight or so seconds longer than Minster had hoped it would have taken to get a foul call. And if you're Liberty Benton, you know, when, when Minster gets to that fourth team foul, which will be the next one, Probably want to get the ball in Gherkin's hands. We talked she came in shooting 97% from the foul line. So as soon as you can get the ball in Gherkin's hands when you know Minster's going to be fouling, that's huge. They might have gotten a turnover, Woo. but was able to be saved by May down inside Gherkin. And she'll lay it up and in with her left hand. If there's anybody you're going to let take an open shot this late, Gherkin is that person. But now Crow comes away with a steal for Liberty Benson, and now she'll draw the foul as well as we're down to 17 seconds to go. Liberty Benton's lead now up to three, though, 37-34. Again, that's four team fouls. The next team foul will send Liberty Benton to the line, so I would not be shocked at all to see a play that gets the inbounds to Girk, and she's kind of pushing the team up a little bit. Pro inbound, she'll throw it in towards Girk. Girkin, who's probably not going to pass the ball until she's fouled, I would think. Or triple teamed. Almost it turned was it over. almost turned over, and now she was actually a big calling for a timeout before eventually getting a foul called. Okay. All the way down to 6.9 left to go. So now that will put Gherkin at the line. Again, 6.9 left in this one. Liberty Benton up 37 34. Three of four from the line today, like we've said a couple times. 97% coming in, 30 of 31, which makes her 33 of 35 this season. That's. Uh, Awfully darn impressive. First free throw for Gherkin will fall on in. Second free throw from Gherkin. Off the mark again. And still will push it up. They have just four seconds. They trail by four. They'll launch the three. That won't go anyway. That'll do it for this one. 38. 34 will be your final. Liberty Benson will pull out the win here today against Minster. Yeah, great win again. I thought the final minute, it was Liberty Benton's defense. Liberty Benton only scored three points the whole fourth quarter. Yeah. That's, uh, that's pretty impressive. And one of them came in the last 
30 seconds. Yeah. So yeah, as I showed Josh, the scores by quarter that we had for Liberty Benson. Oh, now I, I, I'm done. Yeah, you're done. No. You're right, I'm done. I, no, wrote, I wrote down the wrong number. I, no, you're I good. carried over Liberty Benton's other score. No, you're good. Uh, yeah, just a couple of big uh, stops there. You know, And kudos to Minster. What a great team. You know, it would not shock me to see Minster, you know, in a regional later this year or maybe even because, a state appearance. Because you can correct me. Is Minster D4? They are D4. I mean, so I mean, you're, you're, I mean, you're playing up against the now D2, D2 Liberty Benton team. Yeah. Benton yeah. Team. No. yeah. Kudos to them. Great team. Uh, and that's without, I don't know what her averages are because I didn't get my, any stats, but Mesher had 14 points against Fort Loramie, and she was held scoreless today, and yeah. they only lost by four. Yeah, no, a great defensive performance by Liberty Ben. And, you know, I've said it a few times, that was the difference in the game today, I thought. Getting your final score here, 38-34. Liberty Benson getting the win here over Minster. Here some BBC Girls Basketball and Classic Hits 96-7. WBVI line through WBVI.com. And, I mean, Josh, like we said, it was, you know, Liberty Benson had, you know, some pretty sizable leads throughout most of the most of this game. But Minster was able to get it down to that two-point margin a few different times, but they weren't able to quite get over the hump to uh, take the lead at any point late in this one. No, absolutely. You know, I'm kind of tallying up some numbers here while you're finishing up. And Minster just 10 of 41 from the field. 10 of 40 would be 25%. So you're talking 24%. Four of 19 from three, you know. We talked a few times that 2-3 zone. Brandon, they, they did get some lucky luck, later ones that did fall to yeah. help bring it down to the score it was, but sure, surely starting, shooting that uh, low of percentage obviously was not a help either. No, absolutely not. You know, and you know, Liberty Benton kind of forced them or dared them to take the three, and, you know, I'll, I'll ask Coach Lieb about it here in a few minutes, but, you know, they sat back in that 2-3 zone. I think maybe was it the first quarter they went into it or the second quarter, and, I think it was about about mid or so way through the third is when they brought out brought out the two three. Yeah, so you know once they went to that, I think they kind of just again they kind of dared them to shoot the three, and Minster never proved that they were able to make that consistently. You know, like you said, they made a couple in the fourth quarter where they got back in the game, but you know Minster went scoreless the final two forty four of the game after that three to get within one. So. Uh, you know, defense will always win you games. You know, I've said it a few times. It felt like a district final, regional kind of game. Uh, you know, neither team gets to 40, which you see a lot in the tournament. So uh, I think this will definitely make both teams better. But I think that's a nice win for Liberty Benton. You know, they maybe draw back on that if they get into a district final kind of game later this season. That'll just about do it for us here today. Thank you for listening to our coverage. High School Girls Basketball and Classic Hits 96.7. Big thanks to Henry Matthews back at the Tri-County Broadcasting Studios doing, of course, the awards work and big thanks to Nate Irwin, Liberty Benson, AD allowing us to come here and broadcast both today and last night for the boys game against Elmwood as well. And for my broadcast partner, Josh Morgan, this is Lance Moore signing off from Liberty Benson. Thank you for listening to our coverage of high school girls basketball here today. Our final score, Liberty Benson 38, Minster 34. Thank you for listening. Catch you in the next one. Roto-Rooter is always the first name you think of when you have problems with your sewer system or any other household drains. Tim Munger and Roto-Rooter will thoroughly clean your sewer system, sink, shower drains, and toilets. The Mungers have been serving the Faustoria and Seneca County area for over 65 years. Give Tim Munger a call at 419-435-3360. That's 419-435-3360 for all of your drain cleaning needs. And away go troubles down the drain. For over 100 years, iron workers have been building America. Do you have what it takes to be an iron worker? Do you like to work with your hands? 
Do you like to be creative and solve problems? Do you like to be outdoors and don't mind getting dirty? With starting pay of $18 an hour and with medical and retirement benefits, there are ironworker jobs available in Northwest Ohio. To take your career to new heights, call the Ironworkers Local 55 Training Center at 419-382-3080 and build a better future. Are you thinking about new flooring for your home? Snyder's Floor Covering Outlet in Bettsville is here for you. You can either come to our store or they can bring the samples to you with many new carpet and vinyl styles and colors in stock. Snyder's also offers 12-month financing and no charge measuring and estimates. Call today, 986-5599. That's 986-5599. Stop in and see our newly renovated showroom. Thank you for continuing to support Snyder's Floor Covering. Snyder's Floor Covering. No job too big or too small. Snyder's does it all. We know what it takes. We've done it all. At Five Star Maintenance and Construction, we've built our crew on the foundation of dedication, hard work, and pride. Pride in a job well done that exceeds our clients' expectations and is executed with precision from start to finish. Welcome to Five Star Maintenance and Construction. We have been a leader in the industry of property preservation and construction management in Northwest Ohio. Each division of Five Star has a seasoned team to tackle even the most challenging property preservation and a dedicated on-site property manager for each property. Five Star Maintenance. We know what it takes. Welcome to Bigby Coffee, your home away from home that picks you up and leaves you in a better mood than when you arrived. No matter who you are, we know we'll have a drink for you. And her. And him. You see, here at Bigby, we can customize our drinks for each person. Dairy or no dairy, coffee or no coffee. We've got you covered, hot, iced, or frozen. Bigby Coffee is one of a kind, just like you. With locations on Tiffin Avenue and Trenton Avenue in Finley to serve you. At Blanchard Valley Health System, we're looking for individuals to join our family of professionals. We require compassion, dedication, and the desire to make a difference in a fast-paced healthcare environment. Jobs are available in clinical and support services. We offer competitive wages and benefits. The culture of BVHS is unique and rewarding. Visit bvhealthsystem.org backslash careers to search our current openings. Blanchard Valley Health System, we're here for you. Looking for a job with a great company? Ropey Corporation has several positions available. They have general labor positions with a starting pay of $19.41 an hour with a raise after 90 days. There are currently second and third shift positions open. To apply, go to ropey.com and find career opportunities under the company tab. Come work for one of Northwest Ohio's best companies, privately held and family driven. Seneca Millwork is now hiring. They have a starting pay of $18.04 an hour with a raise to $18.31 after 90 days with a shift differential of $0.25 an hour for the third shift. Seneca Millwork offers medical, vision, dental, life insurance, and a 401k contribution. Apply online at SenecaMillwork.com or apply online through Indeed. Come work at Seneca Millwork, located at 300 Corn Place in Faustoria. Seneca Millwork, part of the Ropey Holding Company family. My name is Carrie Malligan with the Harold Floriana Funeral Home. A lot has changed in the recent years, including my father stepping down to enjoy his retirement. But some things remain the same. My husband Tony and I are proud to continue the long-standing family tradition of commitment and pride in this community. We promise to take care of you before, during, and after a death occurs. Stop in today at 301 West Tiffin Street to take the worry out of a funeral by pre-planning it with the Harold Floriana Funeral Home.
That's right. Time to go. This has been High School Basketball on Classic Hits 96.7 WBBI. And online on WBBI.com. High School Basketball has been brought to you by Blanchard Valley Health System, Cooper Service, Warner Automotive, Frickers, Roto-Rooter. By Iron Workers Local 55, Northwestern Water and Sewer District, Wilson Tire, Grit. By M.J. Brown Construction Company, Premier Bank, Financial Design Insurance Agency, Schaefer's. By Snyder's Flooring Outlet, Ohio Automotive Supply, Seneca Work, and by the Ropey Corporation. Anyway, one last item of business before we go. Join us next time for another great matchup of high school basketball. Finished. Finito. High School Basketball is a production of TCB Holdings Incorporated.